Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. 37. I'm excited to share with you today about something that's really near and dear to my heart. And this is the connection between nutrition and our emotional stress. Now, as you know, I talk a lot about stress resilience and bringing about both the emotional and physical healing in our bodies. And I went through a season of deep diving in nutritional coaching and certifications and really studying how nutrition affects our bodies. But I couldn't get away from this emotional component because we are so interconnected with food and how food connects our emotions that it's really hard to unlink them. You know, when you are in a really good headspace and you're feeling well, it's it's a lot easier to eat healthy. It just just is. (laughs) So a lot of times when this topic is talked about, it ends up really circulating around how our emotions lead us into nutritional or diet choices, you know, in other words, we might be stressed and go and eat that cake, or we might be stressed and not eat enough and have a nutritional deficiency. But what we don't often talk about is how our diet or our nutrition can actually affect our mental and emotional health and well-being. And one of I want to give an example of this as to kind of unfold as we look at this. I had a a client a while back that had some anxiety issues and we did a lot more, you know, EFT and emotional health exercises, stress resilience exercises, breath work and mindset shifts. But I as a as a health coach, I also look at other areas. We look at your sleep, we look at your nutrition. And we started doing some experiments nutritionally, and simply taking away gluten helped this person shift out of their anxiety. Now, I wouldn't say, and I don't want to say, that gluten causes anxiety for people. But here's what can happen. It might not have been the gluten per se, but it might have been the choices of eating refined flours. So gluten isn't always bad for every person, but a lot of the choices that that get eliminated when we pull gluten out of our diet, those choices that are refined flours or refined foods or processed foods, those tend to mess up our systems. And that mess up, that struggle that can be displayed in a number of ways. So for some people, they might have a smaller window of emotional tolerance or stress tolerance. Their stress resilience window is very small. And so maybe they, you know, on a normal day, you can handle a fair amount of stress. But on a day that you've had 
poor nutrition, your capacity to handle stress can majorly decrease. On a normal basis, that can happen pretty regularly. On the other hand, I had someone who would say they would actually cry regularly and they would notice that they would just kind of get real emotional regularly and they didn't know why. Now, they had a couple of different things going on. They had a poor sleep habit, so we had to look at refining their sleep. They had a lot of high stress going on at work, so that was something we wanted to build in some resilience tactics and tools to be able to expand their resilience window. But they also would turn to sugary foods under stress, which would then cause greater levels of stress. Isn't that something? I think that's just fascinating, the way that our brain and body always work together. So I want to talk about a couple of things here is, one, how we can actually shift some common nutritional deficiencies, and two, take a look at maybe where our emotions might be drawn towards food, but also look at some quality things that we can add in to actually boost our emotional and mental capacity. So what do I mean by capacity? Well, as I talk about your resilience window or your resilience zone, it means if you have a really wide window, it means that you can handle a lot coming at your way and you feel smooth and calm on the inside. You feel peaceful on the inside. But when your window is shortened, it means that little things that normally wouldn't bother you, or even big things, they tend to overwhelm your system. And everyone's sense of overwhelm looks different. Some people get real fatigued and they shut down. Some people freeze and procrastinate a lot. Some people get really high anxiety and overwhelmed. Others might burst out into tears in a more depressive state, and others And anger kind of bursts out. But each of these, while they look different, they're coming from a very similar root cause, saying that deep inside, my emotional resilient zone is actually shortened right now, and I don't have the capacity to respond in a healthy way. And all of us have a little bit different methods of responding when our emotional zone is small. So a saying that we often say when uh, in coaching or even in personal life is halt, H-A-L-T. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And I also like to put S on there or sick because if you're in any of those states, your capacity to think clearly is diminished. And so your capacity to also have emotional responses at at a healthy level are also reduced. And so let's take a look at this, what kind of things come up. And what's really fascinating is that there there are several nutrients that can actually help us with, even with coping with anxiety. As I mentioned earlier, when the person that I worked with had an anxiety issue, and it turned out to be related to, and I actually wouldn't say it was related to gluten, even though that's what they connected it to. I would actually say it was more related to refined refined flours and sugars that are found in a lot of gluten products, you know, maybe 
donuts and pastries and things like that, those, what they tend to do is they spike your blood sugar and then that causes you to come to crash, but everybody's crash looks different. And for some, that crash can look like anxiety, it can look like fatigue, it can look like overwhelm and nervousness and a lot of different things can kind of come up. So number one, pulling out foods that are refined and processed is not just good for your physical health, but it's actually really good for your emotional health as well. So that is really powerful, okay? So one thing, pulling out the refined flours and sugars, getting them out of your diet as much as possible. Also, caffeine. While there are many benefits to caffeine, we also just want to be aware of the flip side that it could cause It can actually cause fatigue, it can cause overwhelm, it can cause stress and anxiety and emotional triggers because it it heightens the the nervousness in your system and it actually shuts down your full capacity to feel. And so your body is kind of out of whack when it's had a bit too much caffeine. So pulling it back a little bit can be helpful to just become aware of what's really happening emotionally inside of you. Here are some emotional nutritional deficiencies that may uh, may bring about a really powerful effect. So, um, did you know that a folate is a nutrient, and it can actually affect your mood and lead to an effect in depression levels. So, things like asparagus, spinach, avocado can greatly help uh, depression levels. So isn't that amazing? Your diet can actually affect that. We also know that omega-3s, we are have been told that from many, many angles, you know, we need our omega-3s. And many times we think, okay, we need our omega-3s for our brain health. Well, your brain affects your emotional well-being. <laughs> it's a major source of your emotional well-being. And if your brain is functioning at top level, so are your emotions and vice versa. They affect each other. And omega-3s affect your heart health, your joint health, your brain health, your emotional levels, and they can overall increase your joy levels. So come on, let's, you know, get those walnuts and different nuts, seeds. And if you eat salmon, things like that can be just very powerful. Chia seeds, flax seeds, different oils, flax oil, olive oil. Those are all just very powerful even a, just a small handful of walnuts every day will improve your brain function. And that's not just your ability to think clearly, it's also your emotional well-being. Uh, we know that vitamin D, we know that we need our sunlight, and we know that that affects our actual health levels. But did you know that it actually can cause depression to not have enough vitamin D? So make sure you're getting your vitamin D levels in, okay? So many of you who live in areas that rain a lot, you already know about seasonal affect disorder. You know that you need extra vitamin D. But, you know, even if you're just inside working a lot, you can actually have low vitamin D levels. And you also need other nutrients in your diet 
to be able to get vitamin D to absorb. So it's not just the sun, but you can get it from other elements as well. You can get it in a supplement, oil-based supplement as well. So make sure you've got that in. Okay, fiber. Fiber is good. We know it's good for our gut health, but a lot of emotions form in our gut as well. You've got a gut feeling about something. And so eating more fruits and vegetables, avocados and all of that can actually help your emotional well-being. Isn't that amazing? You hear me say that probably regularly, but <laughs> you know, you're your mental and emotional health can be greatly affected by these things. And last but not least, we've got a couple more, but um, magnesium and zinc deficiency can actually lead to anxiety or anxiety-like symptoms. So maybe you're thinking, you know, a lot of times we look to our mental and emotional sources of our triggers and why we're dealing with maybe anxiety or depression, we don't realize that it can actually be a nutrient deficiency. So it's worth it to go get your blood levels checked on some of the basic things and find out if you have a deficiency. When I was dealing with some of my uh, major health issues many years ago in a I just had, you know, extreme levels of fatigue. I could hardly function. My body was really doing poorly. That was one of the number one things that helped me was getting my blood checked and making sure I have the right nutrient levels to first start there. And it wasn't just a physical experience. It was a mental and emotional experience as well, very intensely. Um, And here's one that I know will have some fun controversy around it that, especially in this season when low-carb diets are really fun and and a fad right now, um, but carbohydrates actually increase the amount of serotonin in your brain, which can have both a calming effect and uh, make you more joyful. And so a lot of people say, you know, I, I can get real sluggish on the low carb thing and uh, maybe even feel a little depressive. I know, you know, I know for some they can really enter into ketosis and enter into that really high energy state for a little while. Um, but if you're noticing that um, you either are wrestling with, if you're doing low carb and you're noticing wrestling with some of these symptoms, Bringing in some complex carbs can be very healing and health, healthy for you. Um, they are actually very healing and healthy foods, so it's not you don't have to be afraid of them. It's really the refined carbs, as I mentioned at the beginning, that have the greatest effect on our emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Um, so some examples of complex carbs, you've probably heard that phrase before, but would be like whole grain oats. Those are gluten-free, but they're whole rolled oats, which have so many nutrients in them. Quinoa, whole grain breads, not whole wheat bread, but whole grain. Um, you can also find that in um, different areas like quinoa is not really a grain, it's a seed, but it's also very healing and healthy for you. You can find amazing benefits in sweet potatoes and regular potatoes. They're actually very healthy and very good for you, um, but also very, uh, very helpful for anxiety levels, overwhelm, and our emotional state. So 
you know, if, if that's something that's happening, if you're noticing high stress levels, you know, number one, look at the types of foods that you're reaching for. And there's generally two types of people that you're kind of drawn towards one angle or another. And one would be you're drawn towards sweet foods. And you know that you're, you, when you get stressed out or emotional, you start getting drawn towards sweets in general. And then the other type of person is more drawn towards like salty foods, so savory type of things. And it's important to kind of know what you're drawn to and then learning what the substitution would be. So if you're drawn towards sweets, then grabbing like a, a thing of grapes or apples or oranges or bananas, things that foods that are actually very healthy for your brain and for your body and have that sweet taste to it, but they're not going to cause you to want to eat more and they're not going to cause you to spike emotionally and then crash emotionally as well. So of course there's all the physical benefits of it, but emotionally as well, you, you want to be watching that because if you are under emotional, um, either you're feeling emotional or you're stressed, anxious, depressed, all of those places on kind of the lower high level and you reach for those foods, they're actually going to temporarily make you feel better and then they're going to make it much worse because then your brain and body are going to be looking for it in a more extreme way. Because when we put in refined salts and sugars or processed foods, what happens is that our brain then is getting synthetic chemicals put into it, and then it's looking for it even more. And so it's craving it in an in a intense way, and as opposed to just saying, I'm feeling sad today, let me deal with these sad emotions. <laughs> um and so if you're dealing with, you know, maybe chronic stress or emotions and using food as a way to comfort yourself, then this is my suggestion today in this episode. Of course, in others, I deal with a little bit more with um, utilizing EFT and breath work and movement and other techniques to help deal with the emotional side. But with the food side, nutritionally, Number one, take a look at the nutritional supplements or just your overall nutrition for the week and look at, are you missing anything or are some of these key supplements and micronutrients missing and can you add them in in any way? A lot of times we've been focused as a culture on these macronutrients of protein, carbs, and fats. Maybe you want low carb, high carb, high fat, low fat, you know, high protein, all of this stuff. And those are macronutrients and they are necessary. But you also really need the micronutrients. And those are things like vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin A, B, folate, omega-3, all of those fibers. Those things can be found in having a wide variety of foods and making sure if you're not sure that you have a quality multivitamin that you're taking that has some of these things in it to fill your body and your brain up. Because again, when you're beaten down, not too long ago, I watched the rewatched the Rocky series and I was always amazed that he was able to get back up when he was beaten down. And these kind of things help you get back up 
when you are feeling beaten down. But if you don't have the right nutrients and nutrition in your system, it's really hard if you're having a hard day to get back up again. And so start with this these places. You know, number one, making sure you add in the right nutrients. Do you have magnesium and zinc and omega-3 and fiber and folate and B12, all these powerful nutrients that help your emotional mental state? And then number two, are you reaching towards salt or sugar types of foods under stress or even just as a lifestyle, but under emotional connection to it? And can you find those supplements? So for the salty side, there's several different ways of going for salty. You can, you know, pull out some bone broth. You can pull out some celery is actually really powerful. So celery and peanut butter or almond butter, really good, salty, but very healthy, very good for you. Um, You can also have some apple cider vinegar, which not everybody enjoys, but is super duper helpful and can help that kind of need for potassium and sodium that salt, salty things provide. Um, But it's not going to light your brain up in the same way. It's going to give you the nutrients you need. It's going to help with those stress levels and going to help reset your brain. Um, And again, grabbing some fruits, medjool dates, grapes, apples, bananas, oranges, you name the fruit that you like. And what is going to bring some satisfaction to that sweet tooth in a way that's with whole foods, nutrient-rich foods, and that are life-giving. And you can actually enjoy without spiking the emotional center all over the place and crashing down. So I hope this is helpful for you. There are a lot of things that we can do to benefit the place in our emotional health and well-being. You know, we know that our gut health has a major effect on our emotional levels. There's been a lot of studies connecting the gut and the brain. And there are actually neurons in our gut. We have the vagus nerve that goes from our brain to our gut, many of the organs in our gut. And so when you feed your gut, your body, healthy gut health foods, it actually affects your stress levels in a positive way. Conversely, stress levels actually suppress gut bacteria in your gut. It can actually alter the type of bacteria living in your gut. So we know that we are supposed to take probiotics or take foods that help develop the bacteria in our gut. Well, stress can actually shift that. And so when our gut health is having a hard time, it influences our emotional behavior in our brain. The gut-brain connection. So... Feed your body these healthy foods, dark leafy greens, omega-3s, nuts and seeds, legumes, lentils, excellent brain, gut, body, health foods, plenty of fruits and vegetables, and you're going to notice how your mental and emotional health begins to shift And as a side bonus, your physical body will also greatly experience a positive benefit. 
All right, guys, let's boost that resilience. Let's increase the health in your brain, your heart, your body, and step into all that you're made to do. And I know that this is going to really transform and change um, a lot of the trajectory of your life as you begin doing this. Okay, until next time. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.